bit Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben Spoonani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. So sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long trots. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. <laughs> <laughs> what were you even trying to do? <laughs> I don't have a song. I don't have a song. But Wizkid, I miss your show so much. Please, please. I just need a show. I need to hear this new album live. I just, oh, I need yes. to dance. Preferably, no other body. just such a big tune. That should have been our song this this week. Yes. Literally. You don't need no other Nobody. body. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of the video. Have I said this before on the podcast? I, I don't. I don't video. think that it made um, the most use of Thames. That they had her just sitting down a lot. Fun fact, Thames has said that she doesn't like showing too much of her body. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I think that's why... Well, I don't know if that's probably why they had her sitting down, but yeah. I know that she's not comfortable. She's a she's a big girl, but yeah. she doesn't like... She says she doesn't want to take the attention away from her talent. Yeah, with her tick body. <laughs> there you are. Okay, that's fair enough. But yes. um, anyway, yes, welcome, welcome to another week of SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, suck your mum. It's me, Kalechi, in a blood clot place to be. With me, Sadiq, suffering from really bad... Is it chest or shoulder pain? What did you say I have? It's a, it's a mixture of both. A mixture of both, yes. So you need to lift less heavy weights. Yes, Sadiq is a little bit injured right now, but I'm here with yeah. you guys. Yeah, recording. Um, someone sent a letter just talking about how you flourished um, since your first episode to now that you was just like, you're a natural, you were made for ah. this. I read it and I laughed because I was just like, you still need to get your head around the fact that he's going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny to me when I think about it. Like my first podcast, I was like, yeah, <laughs> my voice probably sounded so quiet. You were like, you kept having to get me to scoot over to come closer to the mic. mic. Yeah, and now it's just like, oh, fucking shut up! <laughs> <laughs> now it's probably like I'm too loud. No, you need to give them your Nikki rendition because you were no, really, you were no, really no. your Bob element <laughs> earlier before we started recording. Oh, when I get the crocs out and the clock out, and I said, uh-uh. headline tours, and I bring fucks out. If it's a complex, then I bring the crocs out. <laughs> I love I love when Nikki does her Jamaican accent. Yeah. It's just so funny to me because it's just like when you hear... Like, oh, don't get me wrong, she's... A, she, well, actually, she's not... She's, she's not Trini. Jamaican, she's Trini, yeah, yeah, sorry. Let's get that right. When she does her Trini accent, yeah. it just yeah. makes me laugh because you could just hear the American in it. Yeah. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> Nikki. Love Nikki Minaj, she yes. She sold out um, Crocs, they said. Yes, they um, the sales for pink Crocs went up by 5,000 what the fuck that picture let me just a quick thing about nikki right since you want to call me a bubba i just find it so funny how everyone has just changed their mind about nikki don't you remember when we had the nikki hate train they were bringing up videos of like embarrassing videos of her dancing yeah they would bring out things that she said make up lies about her Mm -hmm. and then they realized that you know after we've let all of these other rap girls kind of wear themselves out yeah who are you coming back to Nikki Nikki Minaj yeah. it's Nikki fucking Nikki Minaj. Lewinsky <laughs> Nikki the Harajuku <laughs> but no Nikki I'm sorry I'm a, I'm a big fan of Nikki Minaj her artistry her professionalism 
just everything. I think she 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 really is that. She's really is that person when it comes to the game. But I just don't like how she let um Cardi phase her. You know? Do you get what I mean? Do you know what? Because Cardi did phase her. Cardi phased her, but Cardi would have phased anyone. I think the problem is, is that when you look at that time, it was a very interesting time. Everyone's gonna think it was just gonna be about Nikki. Sorry, I'll be really quick. But yeah, <laughs> when you look at that time, it was an interesting time because I don't know if you remember, this was a time where Cardi came out. Oh, Carly was gaining traction during the time uh, Nicki Minaj was dealing with her brother's yes, issue that, yeah, in court. Yeah, yeah. So I think the problem was is that Nicki's team weren't able to respond quickly enough to the traction. And then Remy Ma was also given her ether. And then Remy Ma was also, do you get what oh. I mean? So it was just a really, really bad time. And also, I think everyone made the mistake of doing what? Underestimating Cardi B. Yeah. Because that, Bodak Yellow, nobody knew it was going to take off that way. Yeah. But even with that, I don't even feel like Cardi even phased her at the beginning because... When when she had that um record, Nikki commented and said, "Well done, the fellow yeah, New York card. This yeah, is really yeah, good." Yeah. And my thing is that if Nikki was truly intimidated, she would have not agreed to be on a song with her so soon after Cardi B was getting all of these wins. Yes, but again, it's because of thinking about how much of a win she was going to be getting. Like everybody, like to just everybody's cool with you until you're seen as competition. And I actually think that maybe they would have been fine with each other had it not been for the fans, because I think sometimes fans are the ones that now come and bring and plant seeds of fuckery Definitely. into your mind, and they started pitting them against each other so eventually you're going to have to back yourself in a way that's going to look shady no to you're the other right person. you're right but this is the thing nikki didn't fall for it nikki's been around for years they tried to put her against so many other people she didn't fall for it this time cardi b unfortunately fell for it yeah. so cardi b fell for this screenshot this supposed screenshot of nikki liking a, uh, a comment about cardi's daughter mm. so that's where it's all started now you're liking you're liking comments about my daughter blah 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 and, all and of it this, was and a then, war and then the tension yeah. and all of this and then cardi b tries to attack her at a party what was that the met gala that was the met gala yeah, yeah. Tried to attack her at a party nikki was unfazed i mean look uh, we don't both of us we don't know nikki or cardi b right? yeah but when i look at that situation even i still rock with cardi b i still listen to her music you know i think she's funny and entertaining mm. but she was wrong I mean, I guess at the time I saw it differently because I'm just kind of like, if you're talking about me online, it is on site. It is on Fine. site. Fine. And so I don't know wh- what actually transpired between them. And I know that the Barb's and the Cubs, they've got their... <laughs> Stop. 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 You didn't call them the Cubs. You didn't That's say the Barb's and the Cubs. That's what Chris will call them. Um, so, you know, they have their own interpretation of everything that went down, right? But I remember talking about it on a podcast, I think, at the time, and I was just like, me personally, I've got Cardi energy. Like, I, if you want to talk shit online, if I see you in person, I don't care where we are amongst the whites, amongst the Asian, I don't care where we are, I'm going to beat you No, I, I, I agree. I mean, like, if you, if, you, if, it, if you see me run up on site, fine. But this is the thing. You wouldn't have done that with the evidence that Cardi had, sorry. With the, or the lack of it, sorry. Okay, there was nothing, there wasn't anything in ground, like, do you get what I mean? Something strong that Nikki had done or said. It was literally sneaky, apparently sneaky things that were done, like, you know, her liking comments. But I just don't believe Nikki was liking any comments like that. I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. I think Cardi, it was Cardi's fault for that. Um, and But unfortunately, it has negatively impacted Nicki Minaj's career. We can't we can't lie about that. Yeah. You know, since, you know, they, they haven't given her any awards but she'll be back. I mean, and, oh, she will be. You know, Yakari Gabriel, um, who I mentioned to you a lot of before. Um, she's a she's an astrologer, poet. She's a baby girl. Um, she, um, her agency, Starry Agency, 
lovely girl. Um, she was actually she's a big Nikki fan, and she was looking at her chart, and she was just like, things are gonna turn around oh, for Nikki are. now, majorly. Like we're seeing it, but the thing is, Nikki does not forgive. No. So, so, so everyone needs to, she remembers all of you. She's got all the screenshots from all the shit that all of you lot were talking. So now don't come and now bring her the award after you were happy to talk shit about her. Although that's what they're going to do though. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to do. I I predict maybe 2022 or 2023, there's just going to be a run of awards. Oh, less Nikki, Nikki appreciation, Nikki appreciation. Because when you think about it, like, and it's not even about, you know, pitting women together, but if you really think about it and you deep the fact that Meg the Stallion yeah. won three Grammys in one night. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj has zero. Yeah. There you cannot tell me there isn't there isn't a Nicki agenda out there. Yeah, but there is also a Beyonce agenda when it comes to the Grammys and things like that. Like there's certain awards that they'll give her and there's certain awards that they won't. And you know, but those snubs happen and we see it. We we definitely, we definitely see it. And we move. We move because eventually you're gonna have to give the people their things. Look how long it took even for Missy Elliott to get her some yeah, of her things. Yep, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's so true. you're not getting award. You don't get awards based on talent. You get the the awards based on how much your record label is willing to spend on certain things. That's why you get I, it. I get, I get that point. I just feel like there's something about this situation with Nikki that just seems a bit more personal. No, it's like very she's, personal. She's, she's. I feel like she's. If she's pissed off anyone, she's pissed off like the wrong slash right people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? It seems very planned out. Like, I don't know. If you think back to the time of the Nikki hate train, you, you could just tell like these bots were coming out from nowhere and they yeah. were gaining traction so quickly. I think it was, it was actually more than one person. Oh, you know, definitely. like you know, like it's one of them things where people got together yes. and that had enough power, and they were like, "We're going to do gonna this." Yeah, we're and they, do and this they did just and they literally did just that. They thought they did though, but the thing is, it was a perfect time for her because I'm always saying when it comes to like um you know astrological alignment and just generally spiritual alignment, people can think that they're doing you, but they're really doing themselves. Oh, the fact of the matter is, like Nikki needed to go into hibernation. She needed to go away to recuperate, to recalibrate, and to look after her son. Mm-hmm. Like just to have that moment to to build that bond so nikki went away and it, to them it looked like she retreated but it wasn't retreat it was just like let me go and chill and because when i come back you're not getting this throne again i'm not getting up i'm not getting up exactly. and you're all gonna have to just deal with it exactly and so that's what it is and i think that while she was away people are like haha we did it we did you didn't do a fucking thing you literally did not do a and fucking just even thing. just even off the back of that even while she was away and we had all of these new rap girls oh Everyone is still asking, where is Nikki? Where is Nikki? Because you girls are still fumbling. Exactly. So let's just all admit we are a little bit obsessed with Nicki Minaj. She gave yeah. us uh, one of the best eras that we've ever had with Pink Friday and her she Drake. She held it down. She carried she, it by herself. She did. She did all she the did. heavy lifting. She did. And then people try to make out like, oh, she was stopping other other, other people's bags when female rap, female, um, rap, where, you know, rap girls were trying to come into the game. She yeah. was getting them cut off and all of this. Let me tell you. If any of that was happening, it wouldn't have been Nikki personally. Anyone around Nikki, yeah. her being the only female rap artist in the game, yeah. it was in their best interest to keep her that to keep yeah, it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. What do you think she's gonna do? Oh, do you think she's gonna be sitting and googling who's who's doing what? She yeah. don't give a fuck. Do you yeah, get yeah. I mean? As long as she's getting her money, is what she's getting her money. So it's again, it's this way of trying to put all of this on Nikki, like oh, Nikki did this because she's the representation that. of that of machine. Course, we yeah, get that, but she's she she personally would not have been able to even have a hand. Yeah. in a lot of the things that she's been accused of. But, so, um, yeah, that was a random opening. That was a random, pod. Jesus Christ, from Wizkid to Nikki, but <laughs> I'm sure you guys will appreciate that. Have we ever received a Wizkid and Nikki collaboration? No. I think my legs would fall off if I had to dance to that, because I wouldn't stop dancing. We've got Nikki and DeVito. 
Oh, that's a lot of shouting. Um, she'll be going, ah, I'm a monster. My money, my money. Nah, that's too much. It's actually a good song. Both of them shouting together. Wonderful. Orchestra of shouting. But um, yeah, I'll check it out. But David, though, I don't think he has much lyrical talent. Um, no, he just, he's good at making good music. He's got good beats. He's got good, good beats. He knows how to sort of ride it. But if you actually listen to the lyrical content, no, it's not. He's not there. no. And I knew, and I knew, I knew that Davido was making terrible, terrible lyrics when he says, "When I look into your eyes, <laughs> when I see your ways, I was like, yeah, you are.' Oh. But I think Davido knows that he can sit in the room. He can make up all of these words. Nigerian fans would just eat and they'll eat it up because when he was like hey, madam, he drew my money my money. no there was like, um uh it's that song my money my money oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. if you listen to it he just goes nam 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 oh, <laughs> like he literally God. goes nam 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 on one of the he didn't have the lyrics for the rest of it so he just went nam 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 and I just thought wow that is a disrespect lazy um, that's the only vibe I get from him like I feel like when it comes to artistry I feel like Wizkid has has, has grown he's hibernated he's done all of this I mean, you can really hear yeah, yeah, really yeah. but Davido is—he just comes across a little bit more lazy. Yeah, and like he'll just rather ride the trend than opposed to like yeah. have something that's got longevity. Whereas Wizkid is just—it's um, just impeccable, really. Love you greatly, True artist. And Please, can you bring more songs out? Can you not even more songs out? Can I just have a live show, even if it's with a private audience? Look, I really—I've got to say, I'm selfish. I don't care about anybody else. I'm happy for a private audience with. Um, whiz kid just me and maybe five other people and you perform and i will just dance my head off please have sturdy walls so i can do like my feet on the walls and everything um yeah and then you wear your jw anderson's or your crocs and i will probably wear my crocs because i still don't have my jw anderson's but you know we'll move you know we we just we move um so that's what i want for us whiz kid please 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 make it happen like you're the one person that really in all of this universe should be following me after naomi campbell and yet yeah, i'm still here waiting so um yeah that's um very interesting opening but we go with it because all the all the planets are doing what they're doing so for the tarot this week very interesting every single card that came out is cups so lots of emotions lots of emotions and we're moving towards like eclipses that are going to be taking place uh, mercury's going retrograde um saturn i think is going re- already retrograde just mad things are happening like lots 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 of emotions lots of emotions everywhere the first card that came out is the ten of cups like we are stepping into your moment of glory not even just the moment you know what i mean but we're stepping into that time for you of your glory where it seems like all of your heart's desires are being fulfilled um because the ten of cups that's what it's about like that emotional that ultimate emotional fulfillment finally taking place like you'll start to feel a shift in um the energies around you even i felt it like today i managed to like i went for a uh three mile run and then i went to the gym straight after just the sudden energy just feels like there's been an opening but then i'm saying that as somebody who also last week locked myself out of the flat twice in a week and i had to call out the locksmith twice in a week um but yeah it it just felt very like murky very much like i was like wading through just like this i don't know just just felt very murky anyway but from today, I just kind of feel that shift to just like, you know, space. And I think the space is there because I spoke about the murkiness that I felt and just also appreciating it, also appreciating the mundane, also appreciating the, the random chaos. 
that sometimes happens in our life that that is part of living that is literally part of living and because i was able to say that and i said that on my platform spoke that out to so many people who also resonated with it i felt like that that was shifting something it was shifting something energetically and i want that for all of us and the reason i say that's because the next card that we've got is the four of cups so the four of cups is about just feeling um like oh when is it going to happen for me i haven't got my things meanwhile there's a hand coming out from the cloud of god offering you the things that you said that you want right so in the four of cups um when we look at the card we see three cups in front of them they've got their phone by their foot i'm using the modern witch lisa star modern witch tarot deck by the way she's wearing a hoodie that says over it um arms crossed legs crossed phone by her side and then the cup coming out from the sky um or from this cloud you say you want the ten of cups you say that you want to be emotionally fulfilled do you expect all of the cups to just come tumbling down in one go? No, you've got to be realistic. Our grace, our destiny happens incrementally because we have to be able to stack the cups accordingly and we also have to know how, know how to fill all the cups accordingly. If God gave you all of the 10 cups, boom, right now, you're, you're scuttling about trying to figure out, oh, oh, oh where, where do I put this and what do I do? Do you have the emotional maturity to be able to handle all of the 10 cups right now? So you're given three cups and then the fourth cup is coming and you're like, well, it's not 10 cups. So I'm not grabbing the fourth cup. Oh, well, you'll stay there. You'll stay there and you'll cry there. You better start grabbing the cups as they appear so you can start stacking them up accordingly so you can do the things that you want to do. Um, and that's further um, emphasized because the next card is the five of cups. So see how that's going up. We've gone from four to five. And the five, we're looking at disappointment because what's happened, they're looking at the three cups that have spilled. Meanwhile, there's two cups behind them that are standing upright. So some of you, it might have been a promotion thing. It might have been a relationship thing. It could have been numerous things where you just feel disappointment, where you just don't feel like people are filling your cup. So you're looking at the three cups that have spilled, something that hasn't gone your way, but you're not looking at the other two cups behind you. You need to understand that on the journey of getting to your 10 of cups, things are going to happen. Sometimes your cup's going to drop. Cool. You've got to pick the cup back up and get used to just filling it sometimes you might have to wait wait for a while for people to arrive who are going to be able to like fill that cup for you you have to know also how to fill your own cup you also need to be able to tell them this is how i like my cup filled thank you very much you also need to know that rather than just staring at the fact that the cups are spilled and i'm not going to pick it up until somebody comes to do that for me you'll be waiting again you'll cry there pick up your own cup pick up the cups because you're getting closer and closer to your dreams than you realize and once you do that, once you're looking at the habits that you have around disappointment, once you look at the habits that you have around perceived failure, sometimes even what's coming to my mind now is relationships, right? People talk about failed relationships, but, um, and Aloni, one of the best tweets that I've ever seen from her, and Aloni has great tweets. One of the best tweets I saw from her recently said like, when people talk about relationships and they talk about failed relationships, but how did it fail if it helps you to come closer to more of an understanding of yourself? To me personally, I don't believe that there's any such thing as a failed relationship. The relationship, and some relationships are for a season. Just because a relationship ended doesn't mean that it failed. Sometimes the relationship ended because it did what it needed to do in terms of your growth to get you where you need to get to so you can move to the next stage of your life. Trying to hold on to something that has that is dying or has died because you feel like, oh, if I let it go, it means that I have failed because that's what how people usually see it. They see it as, well, if... Um, this relationship doesn't go further, it means that I failed in some way. And it's usually women that feel that way because of the way the society makes you feel like if you don't have the relationship, then you ain't shit. But how about 
you've done all that you needed to do in the assignment of that relationship and then you should let it go with an open heart so you can move to the next stage and you find more fulfillment because there are things that you would have learned in that relationship that you want to keep and some things that you don't want to you don't want to go forward with that means that the next thing that you move to ideally will have more of what you love and less of what you don't so every time you're moving further, anybody that tries to shame you for a relationship ending or maybe um, your career not going a particular way or you leaving a job or you being fired from a job, they try to shame you. Motherfuck them. Fuck them because they clearly do not understand how life works. They clearly do not understand that when something shifts and seems like it's closing, it's because another path is opening for you. And every time that you feel rejection, Understand that that is a redirection back to self. That is a redirection to keep you on the path that you need to be on. So I implore you to stop looking at things as failures, but rather look at them as, okay, there was a lesson I needed to learn from this thing. And then now I'm moving on to um, the next thing, especially when it comes to relationship. Just because it ended doesn't mean that it failed and it doesn't mean that you failed. It just means that you've learned what you needed to learn about that and you go forward. That doesn't mean that sometimes people don't come back to these relationships after they've gone and gone on that journey that they need to go on in order to be more aligned with their true calling they come back but you have to come back after both of you or however many of you in your in your situation have grown and can approach the situation with more maturity um and more spiritual alignment um and that's why the card there that that finishes off this particular stage of the reading is the ace of cups you didn't come here to um and you're not listening to this as somebody that will just suffer, suffer, suffer needlessly and suffer endlessly. Your cup will run over. Your cup will be you will be filled. It will be overflowing. So then you can go out and you know fill others up. Pause. Um, <laughs> but um, you could go out there and share the love that's like just emanating from you. Um, you can go out there and share that. But for you to be able to do that, you have to learn these lessons along the way, right? And the card that came out from Kevin Morosky's deck that I love so much, um, the deck, in case you wanted to go and look it up by Kevin Morosky, is called Affirmations for Your Head Top and Other Things to Say to Yourself. The card here, it says, powerful is much too meek a word to describe your role. And I think that that's beautiful. Powerful doesn't even encapsulate all that you are. You are, the, powerful will just have to do for now, but understand that you, the, the power that you have is beyond measure. You are literally created from God's source, right? So that means that you also have power to manifest things um, in a manner that you your, your rational mind probably can't even compute. And you have to trust in that. You have to trust that you have um, power to change certain things. And now, obviously, I'm, you know, we could talk in a broader sense about systemic and institutional oppressions. But within the confinements of what we have, you have the power to change so much. And it's just figuring out how you can use that power because sometimes it's not necessarily going and kicking down doors, but it's about looking at who you can collaborate with because I saw at the bottom of the deck here as well, the three of pentacles. It's about who you can collaborate with that you can bring your powers together. And I think we ultimately forget as a society that there are more of us than there are of government. Yeah, there are more of us than the, the powers that be, yet we are happy to succumb to them and to be treated like fucking idiots every single day of the week. If we just manage to bring that power together, as we've seen that when people did the marches last year and things like that, if we can bring that power together, we'd be able to change so much because the government and all of these powers need to be accountable to us. And currently they are not because we keep doubting our power. So it's about sitting into that power and understanding it and coming together to go forward and use it and um, using that power in um, in a way that makes sense and, and can change things for all of us. 
And then the other card that came out from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck is um, sometimes let others be right. And the way that I'm reading this, the way that it's coming to my mind is someone gives you a compliment. You go, oh, well, no, it's, you know, no, no, I'm actually, you know, no, I'm, you know, I, I'm not looking my best. I haven't even actually kind of, this isn't even my final form. I'm just, I'm just still working. Sometimes just let other people, let others be right. You're, you, you look pain. Can you just take the compliment and shut the fuck up? Because every time that you're trying to, trying to self-deprecate and be like, oh, no, no, no. Why can't you just accept the love? Why can't you just accept the compliment? Let others be right about you in that sense. I'm not talking about the other bullshit that I'm saying. I'm talking about in this sense. When other people see you as deserving of love, why can't they be right? Why does it have to be a gimmick? Why does it have to be some chains attached or some strings attached to it? Sometimes they are actually just right. Like you are deserving of love. You are beautiful. You are paying. You are intelligent. Let, own that own that that that's okay too that that is okay and the last card comes from the wisdom of the oracle deck number 18 serendipity it says here you've stepped into alignment with the greater good where your dreams and the collective dream resonate in an exquisite harmony now is the time for luck and preparation to meet and create miracles that you could never have planned all by yourself Keep in mind that you are a channel for providence right now as a higher energy uses you as a force on behalf of the whole world. Your fortune becomes everyone's fortune. Everything you bring into being now will leave a wondrous legacy for others in the future. Amen. Your service to the world is being supported at this time. Expect the unexpected and smile for spirit loves you very much. Relationship message here says spirit has a plan and that plan is to place you in front of the right person at the right time. You have met or are about to meet someone vitally important to your journey. Someone spirit wants to bring into your life. Only divine forces can plan this meeting. It is out of your hands. Pay attention to the signs spirit presents. Prosperity message says you are in the right place at the right time. Be grateful for the stars are aligned in your favor and fortune is smiling on you. Victory and success are yours. The choices you have made in the past have prepared you for the opportunities now before you. This is your lucky moment. This, uh, the timing is perfect. I'm sorry, I've just got to stop here to go. This is my moment. Oh, <laughs> this is my perfect moment with you. Big up Tiffany from EastEnders. Can't remember her real name. Um, Protection message says, perhaps you felt almost certain that serendipitous events were meant to lead to something better. It was supposed to be the perfect business or that person you gave your heart to was supposed to be the one, yet it all fell apart. Consider this. Sometimes synchronicity and serendipity come together to lead you directly into difficulties in order to deliver an important lesson. Spirit, wheel up the blood clot because I said this. Ooh. Let's go again. Whew. Sometimes synchronicity and serendipity come together to lead you directly into difficulties in order to deliver an important lesson you need to learn before you hit the jackpot. Don't get caught up in the drama of disappointment. There really is a silver lining in this cloud. Spirit always knows what you need and is guiding you to where you are meant to go. Pay attention to the signs presented to you. Honestly, you'd think that I planned these fucking cards. Thank you, Spirit, for Ooh. never making a liar out of me. Whoa. Spirit backed you up. Woo! Spirit said, we ride at dawn. We ride. <laughs> we ride, we ride. It's, it's a the day, day we die. die. <laughs> that was your key? That's the key you chose? <laughs> Why must you insult me every day? 
Every day on this. sound like a bashment. Fine. But whatever. Boy, I remember the promises you made. That's the key that you chose. Because I was trying to. You were trying to harmonize. I wanted to harmonize. I wanted to synchronize with you. Anyway. Oh, these guys are going to be sick of us. Boy. Oh, wow, that tarot message was a lot. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. The truth. Man, the truth be truth in. Tell you that for nothing. But honestly, it's a word. It's a fucking word, man. Like, um, sometimes, you know what happens sometimes? Because I've got so many readings to do in the week and I've just got life things to do. Sometimes I don't get a chance to read for myself in the week. And so I find that sometimes I jump on a podcast to do the general reading and it's just the public dragging. Um... But yeah, you know, like I'm saying, um, you know, sometimes you think about the disappointments, you think about the things that didn't kind of go your way. And you're just like, well, why didn't it happen that way? But I'm looking at all the things that are, that are, you know, that are happening. And I'm like, rah, you know, I feel something, something setting up here. Maybe it's a free G-Wagon Mercedes. Get it, get it together. You, get it together. you literally mention them like every other episode. And when that G-Wagon... You mention them as much as Skillshare, literally. <laughs> <laughs> like... You mentioned them. But when it comes... When it comes, (laughs) gosh, I actually imagine how it's going to happen, right? Probably it's not going to happen like this. They're just going to be like, here, you fucking go. You know that... that, um, Just shove it in you. Yeah, that gif of Rihanna just throwing the money. That's (laughs) what they're just like. Just take the fucking G-Wagon and piss off. Um... I'm just going to be minding my business and someone's going to be like, oh yeah, collection, we just wanted to bring you onto this um, project. It's just a little documentary. If you just follow us this way, we just want to take you into this room and my G-Wagon's just there with a nice bow on it. Oh, the way you'll be screaming. I will scream. I would not want to be in that room. I will drop into the split. I will oh, cry. You know, like that Viola Davis bogey cry. <laughs> I, that's how I'll be crying when, when I finally get She takes get off her wig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no wig here, though. No wig here. My micro locks are really locking. honestly i just feel so great having my micro locks because i just see my face in a different way like i just look brighter um i don't have to worry about nothing i need to get it washed though i'm gonna get it washed tomorrow probably um and then i'm booked to get it um you know tightened retightened in a couple of weeks i think um but i have to do that how often every six weeks okay yeah but yeah i'm really really loving it i'd still i'm still trying to figure out how to style it because it's still rather short you know because it kind of shrinks up as it's um fluffing out it shrinks up so i'm still trying to decide how to style it but for now i'm just really loving it i just i prop i just feel like i look really cute like in my like my actual form not that i'm not going to wear wigs from time to time but i just really enjoy this i get that i get that you like the new like the new look yeah and i've gone for a new look as well and i'm just like okay this is so i can i can get used to this did you pat your hair again no no the one that i had oh i yeah, love yeah. that i love that yeah, yeah i love so. that yes anyway so that's that for the tarot this week so let me pick up the first show sponsor for this week and we'll get into share your magnificence so one of uh, our sponsors for this week is better help better help um i'm always saying to you like go to the people then the app is there it's a great service but you know if there is something that's interfering with your happiness or it's preventing you from achieving your goals maybe you're focused on failure that doesn't actually exist then better help will assess your needs and um match you with your own licensed professional therapist you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it's professional counseling done securely online they've got a broad range of expertise available so i'm sure that there'll be somebody there that can help you with whatever it is 
that you want to chat about and the service is available to clients worldwide which is why i think it's amazing um, you can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counsellor and they'll respond um, in a nice, thoughtful way. Um, plus, you get to schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Uh, BetterHelp is communicated, um, co- committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counsellors if you're not feeling their vibe. Um, it's more affordable than traditional offline counselling and they've also got financial aid available if you if you need that as well because I know that you know sometimes it's a privilege to be able to go to therapy. Um, BetterHelp want you to start living a better happier life today so visit their website and you can read reviews on there so visit betterhelp.com forward slash your mind that's better com forward slash your mind and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Um, they're still, they're currently uh, recruiting more counselors as well. So people have, um, more choice and that there are more people available. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and say your mind listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash your mind. Anyway, let's get to share your magnificence. So this week on Show Your Magnificence, I've got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. That was Blue's Clues, wasn't it? It was. Oh, Blue's Clues. So much memories. Yes. Um, hey, Kalechi, it's been a little over two months since you did a reading for me. Things are definitely starting to happen, which is very exciting. My election is now less than a month away. I'll let you know how it goes. I'm writing today to shout out two absolutely amazing humans and their incredible podcast. Olivia and Angelina are the hosts of a podcast called Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly comes out every Thursday. It's a podcast about spirituality, radical politics and the universe. um, And it's all around great vibes. Their most recent episode is about manifestation and they shed some of their manifestations to increase their subscribers and their listeners. I'm sharing them with you in the hopes of boosting them to as big of an audience as possible because that is truly what they deserve. They are so funny and cool and smart. I know you'll love them. They're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok with the username we said allegedly. Um, so that's all one word, we said allegedly, and stream on Spotify and other services. Looking forward to laughing with you and Sadiq this Monday. Sending lots of love, Brie. Oh, thanks, Brie. I love that. I love that. I love a new podcast when people are just out there doing the things. And I had a look um, at the podcast before. Obviously, I spoke about it. And yeah, I like the vibe. So go and check them out. I love the name Brie. <laughs> I know that's random, but I literally, I just love the name Brie. Like, I think of um, Desperate Housewives, Brie Van Der Kamp. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. absolutely amazing. Then I think of one of my favorite artists right now, Brie Runway. Brie Runway is a mood. Properly. I'm saying Brie Runway. Brie Runway. Brie she Runway. is a fucking mood. And she just announced we get her on the podcast. We should. And she's very sweet, very nice. Very I had her on the receipt. She's lovely. Well, she, she, was on the she was on the receipt. She's lovely. Um, a little while ago, last year, I think it was. Um, great well, conversation. Yeah, great conversation um, that they had. Um, her style, she's got a gorgeous style. Jesus, she's so yes, pretty. Yes. Um, and her lyrical, like, 
fortitude and with it. I People really... don't realise how much of an inspiration this girl is. Like, she was working in Harrods in the Louboutins, for Louboutins for years, right? Yeah. And then now she's just this big star. Louboutins are sending her loads of shoes to wear. Wow. It's just, I mean, that's a very small example, but you get my point. Yeah, like, yeah, her, yeah. Life, her life literally changed. And But but this is the thing. But I she's think... been putting in the work. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly what I was just going to say. I, it wasn't overnight. I rem- I've seen, I used to see this girl's Twitter, like, every other month and yeah. she wasn't just was like a, a modest following yeah she got, i mean always kind of sticking to what she was doing yeah and then people started paying attention that's all you need people just started paying attention she but didn't do anything different people just started paying attention consistency there you are you just keep doing what you're doing and then the people will arrive in their own time what was, what was it field of dreams that says if you build it they will come just do what you're doing and the people will arrive in their own time but it's not now that they arrive they're like oh shit i've got to get my shit together people are people are coming through no get everything to um, together flush your toilet sweep your floors and they like what they see and then she just i don't know if i've just mentioned already but she announced the collab with lady gaga oh wow no they're very suited she gives me black lady gaga vibes yeah which is absolutely and missy elliott vibes at the same time and i know she collabed with missy elliott she's huge yeah everyone's the industry is very excited about her everyone wants to they should be see what she does next so i hope they her team i hope they get it right i hope they get everything perfect yeah get her on the right podcast i think that the and get her in the right rooms i think that a lot of publicity teams whether it's books um films um musicians I think it's the publicity teams um, that actually flop it for the artist. Oh, definitely. Because you'll reach out to people and you'll have such terrible etiquette with how you go about it that the next time you now reach out, I'm busy forever. I've yeah. told my PA to say I'm busy forever. And I'll say that with my chest on this. Don't, don't, don't. Because wait. <laughs> so now, you're telling, now, now if the PA comes back and they say, oh, Kalechi's busy forever, you know. They know exactly why <laughs> that is, yeah. Because you've got poor etiquette. You, you're mannerless. You're a mannerless person. Um because they'll just be wasting your time and i'm just like no but i'm excited about the artist but i don't like you so now what nothing's got nothing's gonna happen same with books if you've moved mad to me and feedback to the my work and then you want to come to me about oh we'd really love for you to talk about you can go suck your mother that's yes. not gonna happen but let me tell you her reps are doing a good job now because they got missy elliott now lady gaga so they and they got um well they, they didn't they weren't able to get it cleared but the buster rhymes beat Oh, no, they're positioning her in a very, very lovely way. But I also don't think that it's just a case of positioning her. She's got a very clear style, very unique style. And she's aware of where she wants to be. We're proper chatting about her. She hasn't even been on yet. But yeah, Yeah. Brie, we want you on the show. Come through. Yes. Come through. Um, Yeah. So that's um, that for Shay Your Magnificence, actually. So let's get into So You Mad, I guess. And then I'll talk about um, um, our next sponsor after that. So I we saw this um thing on Twitter. Was so it quite a few things. This yeah, week. um, this person that tweeted, my mum has just worked as a nurse throughout the pandemic, a year after qualifying, got COVID at work. She recovered, we thank God, and went back to work. She's now di- um, decided to apply for a new role in a different setting. And this is what was sent to her by the recruiter. And it's an email that says forward job application it says, hi, my name is da 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 I have been informed that there is a vacancy for the GP practice nurse post. I would love to do up to 32 hours a week. I'll be looking forward to hearing from you. And they've, um, this person's mum has a, um, attached to her CV. Now, um, the recruiter wanted to, I guess, forward the email on, but instead replied to her and says, another one, but again, Nigerian with one kiss. This is the thing, right? 
sorry. Because it's not even funny, but do you know what it is? It's just... It's just... <laughs> it's just so... It's, it's just so, so terrible. Yes, yeah, casually terrible. That it's just so bad that, like, we're looking at it from a point of view where it's like, oh, she sent this back to the lady. No, it's the fact that they're having these conversations outrightly. And let me tell you what I find funny, especially about what this is letter. it about Nigerians? It's not even that for me. It's the fact that she knew she was Nigerian because look, this is what they try and do. They try and say, oh. Oh, I, I couldn't really tell where you're from. I couldn't Talk really. It, yeah. How am I supposed to know these things? Yeah. For ages, we've been trying to say that there are identifiers that white people have been using yes. in order to kind of rule us out. For decades. For decades. And everyone's like, no, you could have anyone, could be any name. Don't be silly. This is Britain. Everyone's, you know, we're all equal here. Yeah. And then we're look a tolerant at, society. And then look at that now. Another one. But, but Nigerian again. So obviously you guys are having conversations where you know that there is an influx of Nigerian nurses. Yes. Coming who are in, keeping this NHS alive. NHS. It's not even like they're coming in to bring shit down. They're coming in to help. Yes. They're saving your asses. They're literally saving your asses. So that means that for me, what I garner from this is that you've had conversations about not wanting another Nigerian. Like that's what we're getting from this. You said another one, but again, you know, but again, Nigerian. So that means that you've had a chat about why so many Nigerians. Oh, I really don't want to hire a Nigerian. And so this one sent through, and it's gone. Oh, you know, you've got another um, um, application, but again, you know, they're Nigerian. So I know it's not quite what you want, but here you go. And then now. When our mums, our aunties, our sisters, our friends now start working in this environment and they're saying that they can sense hostility, these fucking cunts will turn around and go, what you, no, 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 I would never, me. Never. no, Fumi, I'll never, I'll never, honestly, I meant nothing by it. Honestly, we all bleed red. <laughs> we all bleed red. And so I wouldn't have... Do you bleach red? Oh, do you? Oh, is, it, is, it, um, is it a bit, you know, is it a bit brown? Is it, is it a bit brown? <laughs> no, sorry, I just thought I'd ask. But anyway, look, look I, I, I would not... I would never think of it. It's actually breaking my heart that you would think that I would treat you any differently to Kathy, to Susie, to Linda, just because you're black. <laughs> Literally. And that's, that's word for word how these conversations go. And I think for me, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, unfortunately for some of our parents, they don't have the, I won't say the awareness, but they don't pick up, like, you know, some of those, some of these microaggressions, yeah. like, you know, the, the comments about the food and things yeah. like that. Some of our parents won't be able to pick up on that. Do you get what I mean? You might just think they're making a comment about your food. But mummy did, and that's why I had to run one of her colleagues yes. on here about, oh, I thought that they were worms that you packed in. Your, they thought her jollof rice that she put in a container was worms. And that you she thought that she was going to eat worms. She was going to eat worms at work. Oh, because, you know, some people use it for fishing. Am I, am, I, am I going fishing from work? Am I going fishing from here, you fucking idiot? Am I? So the, the way that... Um, white people in workplaces try to pretend and do this whole and they become really like deliberately obtuse like oh i didn't know that that was i didn't know that that was a thing you can only do that because of the inference of innocence that's given to whiteness that you can pretend even though that you know that you're being extremely violent you could just pretend and people will brush it under the carpet no and now the second tweet that this person put with Red was um i believe this was clearly not intended for us to see but it confirmed what is being said behind the scenes this is unprofessional prejudice and incredibly discriminatory language which is against the nhs and nursing code of conduct now what i don't like is that they went and then ta tagged dr shola in this 
Shoba Shoba Mimu. Yeah. Shoba Mimu. Shoba Mimu. Wait, what, what, what? The person tagged them. Because she's a doctor. No, but she's not a, that doctor. She's a lawyer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, were they confused about that? No. But oh, they just the, want her to amplify. Right, and I don't oh, like that. I don't that. like that. They tagged every news outlet and then... Oh, no, sorry. They tagged, like... um the NHS, this, that, this, that, and they tagged, and then they tagged Dr. Shola, and I was just like, um, well, maybe I don't understand, maybe they tagged her because she'd already amplified it or something, but I'm, you know, don't be tagging me in things, but no, I'm glad, that, and also I had to block someone because they sent me this thread, and they were like, have you seen this? Are you a fucking idiot? Why do I need you to be the one to come and, t- to come and DM me on Instagram when I've made it clear where you can send me the thing to? I feel like a broken record because I say this literally every week. Plus, we both do the research for the podcast. We don't need you don't, to you, do as it. As an extra unpaid No, intern. we don't. <laughs> Gosh. If I need to pay someone for research, I will, but I do not need you. I don't need you. Honestly, have you seen this? Go and see your mother's pussy. Piss off. Um, but yeah, I just think that... Um, it's absolutely wild, but this is what our parents have been going through for decades, and not just um, our Nigerian parents, but West African parents. Um, I would say even you know um, um, South Asian parents going through the same thing. Our West Indian um, parents going through the same thing. Like you are giving your all to this institution only for the people, the white people who are working there to try to move mad. I know. Almost making it out as though the, your hard work, you know, you're saving lives, literally saving lives. It just doesn't matter as much because you're Nigerian. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Another one, but Nigerian. Oh, you know what? That's fine. Loaded. Because when you get to Heaven's Gates, you're going to be redirected somewhere else. I promise you that. I promise you that. You'll get there and they'll say no. Oh, no another one, but a racist. No. So you go down, <laughs> you go down this pole. <laughs> You will go down the pole and meet Lil Nas. <laughs> that's yes, yeah. That is what, that's, that's what you'll be doing. You because... and Lil Nas will be twerking like that devil. <laughs> because, oh, what a mess. What Horrible an absolute people, mess. right? But in better news, Naomi Campbell has a baby now. Ooh, Naomi Campbell has a, a daughter. A daughter, yeah. I can't wait to meet her, my goddaughter. I don't think... <laughs> Naomi will be It's so funny that, you know, people make announcements that you can't even see. I fucking hate you for DMing me the news. I'd already seen it, but you DM'd it. Clearly not knowing if I see it. You had to go on your brother account. And then you said, oh, here, I'm just going to send it to your other account because um, I know that you can't see it from your main page because obviously I'm blocked by Naomi, but... We need to no. We need to actually. We need to get both of you in the room. We need to mediate this because this is it's gone on too long now. It's gone what on, and problem? actually, I was paying her a compliment that just didn't land. I hadn't articulated myself well, um. So I just stay quiet. I just stay quiet on Instagram. I don't even draw attention to myself on her Instagram. Page. What she notices, and she's like, "I swear, I blocked this bitch." So um, I I just stay quiet on Instagram, but Twitter, I got blocked from like 2014 or something. Ooh. And you know, look, when you if you get blocks from those from those times, <laughs> it's, it's different. It's, di- it's different. Oh, Naomi, please. And the thing is, we've got so many mutuals now that it's inevitable. Like, I'm going to meet her. I hope her and, and her new baby are doing well. I'm yeah. interested to know some of the details around it if she wants to If she share. wants to divulge, she wants you know, to share, yeah, because we'll she, be. you know, she's 51. She turned 51 today. No, yesterday she turned 51. Um, true Gemini queen. She is the Gemini queen. 
So it'd be good to know, you know, maybe who the dad is as well. If there's a family but I, yeah, I don't think it's a family. I don't. You think don't think it's a family? It's a family. No, <laughs> I don't think it's a family. But um, I, I love that. I love that because I just want to be me. You know, honestly. You know I mean? Um, yeah, I, and I think that that's what I'm encouraging now, and I'm loving to see more of. Like, if you want a child, go and have your child. Like before, they'll say, "Oh, you need um a, a, a partner for financial stability. You need this." Naomi's money's long. She's all right. She's all right. And she's always known that she wanted to be a mother. So if she wanted to take this route and be like, look, I'm not going to keep waiting for a partner to be the reason that I, you know, to be, the, you know, when I actually go ahead and do this. And I'm like, all for it. Do it when you want to do it. As long as you feel like, you know what, you can handle everything emotionally and you feel like you've got a strong support network. Do that. Do that. I, I'm, I, I love it for her. I love it for her. Yeah, I'm happy for that. I can't wait till like we go on our shopping trips through um Whole Foods in Kensington. Me and my little goddaughter and Naomi. Yeah, and you both be rocking middle parts. <laughs> <laughs> like twins. Middle parts do not suit me. That's why I've got a white and um, I don't know why part. you say that. I've always disagreed. No. I've always disagreed. No, I mean, oh. although I do have a middle part in more time, the the short film that I made with Kevin Morosky, I've got a middle part there for my character Lola. She's got a middle part. Oh, yeah, I need to see that. Lola. See that. And I'm sure that probably looks good. What's that well, I'll show you a picture part? later. He sent he sent a still from, from the shoot, but um, it should be out sometime in June. I can't wait for you all to see it. It was it was really, really brilliant. Really brilliant. Doesn't um, um, Audrey from the receipts remind you a bit of Naomi as well? Definitely. Have a, a, I don't know. Even the long legs, vibe. Audrey. Is Audrey, Audrey tall? No, no Audrey's tall. not tall, but she's just got long legs. Oh, okay. Because yeah. You, yeah, you can have that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But, um, yeah, no, Audrey gives tall girl energy. She's always saying it. She gives tall girl energy. She has that Naomi essence. I think that Audrey... all black in the middle part. Audrey's got people in her life that um, really love her because they always take good pictures of her. So that's why you can't even tell what height she is because (laughs) they take really, really good pictures of her. Whenever people take pictures of me, I can tell that they hate me because (laughs) I'm always squashed. I always just look anyhow. I I took good pics of you for the... um, Where? For the Reebok. Oh no, that was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, you're the only person that takes good pictures of me. Yeah. Everything else is just like, do you know that anger you feel? When you get, do you know that anger you feel when you get your phone back and you look at the picture? <laughs> this is what you don't you know what's so bad? Yeah, it's like, I did that for you, but it's actually so funny because I have a friend called Latif and we went to uh, Tanzania back in 2019. And if you know Latif, you know he takes, like, he's very particular with how he takes his pictures and yeah. films and everything, right? But with me, it's just like, if you take a picture of me, I'll find something. I'll find one that I like. That's the sort of person that I am. I'm not that picky. If you see the way this guy was shouting at me, and then it would, and it is, he would like guilt trip and say stuff like, oh, you see, look, you look at the pictures that I took of you. You're happy with them, but look at the pictures you're taking of me. And I genuinely was so confused. I was like, but these pictures are fine. Not fine. They have to be spectacular. Oh, fine. But yeah, I had to, I was coached a few times on. How to take pictures? No, you took great pictures of me when and when when we took the pictures of the um, Adidas um, that Yara Shahidi sent me. Yeah, yeah, that's a result of the the, the, the shouting that Latif was was that. doing. See, there's no such thing as a failed, <laughs> failed, failed. You know anything experience in life because look at what you've got now. Exactly. Here we go. Someone shouted in your face, and from that you learned. You didn't go. You know what? I failed at taking pictures. You've gone. Oh, 
Here we go. Here's how to do it. Here's how to do it. Learning experience. There we go. And then you were taking pictures for me in the Adidas outfit. And you're on the floor. You had, at one point, you had one hand on the floor while you were stabilising, you know, and taking picture with the other hand. I said, that's dedication. Yeah, because you get that. You need to get those angles down. Yeah. But sometimes, though, you know, just, just there's a fine line. Sometimes when you're seeing people doing that, it's, they're, they're not doing... <laughs> They're not. They're just performing. They're, yeah, they're just performing. <laughs> they were. They just want because even even my best friend Lloyd, when we went to LA, he tried to do that. He'll get on the ground. I'm like, oh, Lloyd's going in. <laughs> oh God, I'm so, so me too. I'm even posing, posing. And then you get the phone back. Oh my God, don't even get me started. He really fucking took the piss. Took the piss. So yeah, it's not always. It's not always that. Sometimes you can just get a good shot and not you know be lying on the ground with your face on there right <laughs> right but um yes anyway um audrey definitely looks like naomi campbell yes um and i love that the audrey and uh, middle part wig it has that gorgeous. naomi essence yeah yeah i love it um so yeah um then that was lovely news not so lovely news the amount of women who are res- reporting their partners who are police officers for abuse is they're police officers i didn't see that bit yeah so um the Channel 4 News said that um, as they're one of their exclusives, uh, one woman every week is coming forward to report their spouse or partner in the police is seriously abusing them or their children. Nearly 130 have come forward in the last two years. Every woman we spoke to said um, police failed to investigate their own. That's not shocking to me. Do you know what I mean? I'm, you know, like, I'm not surprised that the police aren't investigating, especially when we see, like, what happened with Sarah Everard and the fact that the police had already had a report of the same person a couple of weeks before, but didn't say anything. Doesn't shock me at all. No. It's just mad that, like, as soon as you put, put in there that, oh, he's a police officer, it's like, oh, well, okay, well, maybe we're not. You know, he's just going to be, you know, um, automatically fair, automatically just. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know whether it's the pressures of the job or the fact that people like this go and seek out those jobs to have this sort of authority and things like that. But it's just, it's not surprising that this is what's happening. I think the biggest lie we've been told is that police officers are professional. Yeah. And because like you think about it and it's just like... We, you know, we always talk about, oh, men are trash, they're this and this and that. And loads of men are police officers. So why yes. don't we appreciate that police officers are just as capable yeah. of this kind of domestic violence? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they said that a freedom of information request by the Bureau of Investigative Journalism found that from 2015 to 2018, there were almost 700 reports of domestic violence involving police officers and staff. That is a lot. That is not something that you can just ignore. Um, The Home Office has said it expects allegations of domestic abuse by police officers to be investigated thoroughly and appropriate action taken. But what do you mean by that? You're just saying lots of words. What does that... What, what does that mean exactly? It's what they always say. Oh, we'll be investigating... Thoroughly, and then you'll find nothing. Nope. No conclusion, no nothing. Everyone just forgets about it. No. It's absolutely... It's absolutely wild. And um, something needs to be done there. Um, Maybe it's something like changing what you know as the police force because what's currently there is just not working at that it, it's worrying that this level of violence is happening in personal personally and then they take that like, they're abusing people that they know yes. so then um, imagine the people that they don't know right. and how they're treating them you got some of them doing both right just angry for no reason no 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 i don't know if it's going to come out by the time you that you listen to this but i did um 
I was with the drill minister. I was on his new show for politics. Um, you know that ch channel, Politics Joe, and we were actually talking about police brutality because it's going to be one year since um George Floyd, George Floyd was murdered on Tuesday. Jeez. So yes, yes. Was he? I thought it was in June. Was in May. It was June, June. where we had that month, but but it would be yeah. It's the end of May, isn't it? Yeah, but. Yes. When, the end of May is when it happened. Yes. Okay, and June was that crazy yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, um, yeah, so so um, I did this um, chat with the drill minister and some other panellists. Um, Mike Boateng is so handsome. Mike? Boateng. Oh, from Love Island? Yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, just thought to... Oh, because you, you met him there, right? Yeah, I met him there. Yeah. Was, was Priscilla and, and Yabu there? No. Okay, you said that in like kind of relieved. <laughs> <laughs> said that like, yeah, no, she wasn't there. But no, I, I, I really like. Well, Mike grew on me because I don't know if you watched the Love Island. I didn't watch it. You know, yeah, I don't watch Love I definitely Island. Definitely, no, yeah. you didn't. He, he, he grew on on people. But I love that him and Priscilla are still together. Oh, that's cute. Like you know, they're still doing the thing. So yeah. and he seems like a really kind of humble down to earth guy that's oh, why i liked him I that's why he was cool. there that's why he was there because he was a police officer exactly why he was there yeah i forgot that and your minister that's tried what to made put it me on like him, him. Th that this is the thing and he talks about that you know like your minister tried to put it on him and he was just like oh i don't even want to approach that but that's the reason that you've been asked to be on the uh, on the panel discussion mike said he didn't want to approach it yeah mm. but that's the reason they were asked to be on the, um, on the panel no it's because of the way your minister came at him with the thing or with the statement um but you know i think that it's a sore point for him because he's like i entered the police force i should probably ask him if he wants to be on the show but he's like i entered the police force because i thought like genuinely that i could make a change and so i went and it meant that my friends some of my friends fell out with me some of my family fell out with me but i genuinely thought i would go in there and make a change only for me to get there and they showed and him. they showed him they, they showed him they showed him the fuck but then I don't know, well, we won't get into that, but they, yeah, they, they showed him. And what... even when the press were running, like, un, like, untrue things about him, they had every opportunity to speak up quickly when he couldn't actually defend himself because he was on the island. They, did they didn't say anything at all. Like, well, they were proper forced to, and they were like, oh, no, 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 actually, it's been misconstrued as to, you know, the investigations that are going on about him. And I just thought, so you left it that long? You left the media to run with that narrative for that I'll long? i to come out now and try and say something. Look, I think for me... It's like I think from looking at Mike now, yeah, you can tell he should have never ever, and I think he even appreciates it as well. He should never ever try to join the force because, like, I couldn't, I can't see him trying to maintain that sort of bubbly personality that we saw yeah. him have in Love Island, and then try and be a police officer. I was just like, no, it wouldn't. And he's too, what's the word? He's too sweet. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. But too kind of. If I saw him trying to arrest me, basically, I'd be like, oh, bro, come on. Do you get my point? Yeah, that, but that's, but that's, that's what the, I'm trying to explain. But he, even, like, oh, he bro, even gives like, an example of that, like how people just found him more approachable. So even when he's gone out on the street with one of the white police officers who's just moving mad and just trying to come at everybody with aggression, even when they stopped a black guy where it's just like, oh, you fit the description, he was at least able to be like, look, I literally, it was a description yeah. that we got and, and, you that, that. and you fit it. That's the only reason. So he came, he added some... He just made it more um, um, an, an easier process, I would say. And, you know, so he, those were the aspects that he said that he kind of did enjoy. Um, but it, just, just, yeah. it was just too much. It was too much. And I just, when, even from chatting with him, and when we were all on the panel, I just felt like he's just a, like, really sweet. 
And then you look at that and you just think you don't want to take that sweetness into this, the force because they'll be out of you. But again, the theme of today is that there's no such thing as failure. Him going into the force showed him something that he needed to see for himself. It's easy for us to talk about it from the outside, right? He wanted to go and see for himself and he saw he, and he bounced. He came, he saw and he bounced. Do we know how long he actually did it for? No, I didn't ask him. But, you know, if we get him on the show, we can ask him. Yeah, I don't think it was more than a year or even. I don't think it was very long. Fast, fast. He's, quite, he's but, quite young, right? Yeah. Isn't he like your age? No, nah, he'd be a bit a little bit older than me. I think he's about okay. twenty eight. Oh wow! Yeah, but um, yeah. So that was an interesting um experience because we were talking about um police brutality and what it means in the UK sense. Um, uh, yeah, and I and I enjoyed it. So that should be out on Monday. But if it's not out on Monday, it'll be out on Tuesday. That's a podcast, right? No, it's a show like on a YouTube show. Oh okay. Oh, we're gonna see you. Okay. Yeah. So I gave a cute outfit. Nice. Oh, I like that shoot that you did for the, um, I don't know, I can't remember the name of it, but you're wearing like an orange. Oh, for Third Magazine. Yes. Yes. Third Magazine. I love a magazine um, shoot. Well, maybe more covers, you know. Who knows? By the end of the year, maybe I'll be on the front cover of British Vogue. <laughs> Do you remember? Well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> laughing at that. that. That will be the case. But I'm laughing at the thought of, um, you don't know this. We, I think we mentioned it before, this girl, Ari. Ari? Oh, you won't know her, actually, because she's not yet. But there's this like socialite or whatever you want to call it oh the one that went to google and bought advertisers <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even buy it it was the designer that bought advertisers that she was, was like, oh, I so featured. i featured in british vogue no, yo <laughs> that was so i think we all skated over that that was so embarrassing but that's why we had but to move me, but let me tell you why that was more embarrassing it was more embarrassing because she's gone to superimpose <laughs> the vogue sign on her particular picture when that was not there. Trying to basically deceiving people into thinking she was on the cover. Oh, that was so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> oh, I saw that and I cringe. And then you see the actual space she had? I saw and I cringe. Ah! <laughs> I, I think that's why people had to move past it so quickly because that kind of embarrassment, you don't want to feel secondhand embarrassment oh. for someone that's that intense. I literally, my body convulsed oh, when it was I saw so it. So bad. No, so bad. My own space will be, will just, will be legit. Yes, yeah, so and it will be your British Vogue cover. <laughs> yeah. No lies. Yeah, I'll be able to go into a store and see it. If what Edward really wants to piss them off, the headline or the the, the front cover, the light and the headline of it should be the true queen of England. <laughs> yeah, he will lose his job. <laughs> immediately. He will lose his job. Immediately. That's amazing that he's still the, is he what, the head editor? Yeah, but in fact, isn't he for Europe now as well? Editor-in-chief, not just for British folk, but I think they've um, he's been promoted to most of... I could be wrong in terms of most of Europe, but I know he's got more more magazines to cover now. Oh, sounds like money. Anna Wintour should let him take over a US one as well. Oh, because she's still heading that one. I think so. But I don't know. I don't know the fashions, you know, so I'm just speculating here um is that all for so you mad no we've got one final one from so you mad again we're looking at the criminal justice um, system and how wild it actually is so we're seeing here that black lives matter activists say that a judge tried to hit her in his car um it says here a north carolina court of appeals judge was summoned by a criminal court friday after being accused of nearly hitting black lives matter protesters at a demonstration in downtown Fayetteville on the 7th of May. Judge John Tyson of Cumberland County has been summoned to appear in a courtroom in his own county next month where he will need to answer to a charge of assault with a deadly weapon. The Fayetteville um, observer was the one that covered the story. He says here, Mr. Tyson is one of the most high profile people accused of being aggressive towards protests, demanding racial justice and police reform in the wake of worldwide demonstrations after the killing of George Floyd last year. 
The summons came after a local activist, Maya Warren, 23, told a Cumberland County magistrate judge Friday that Mr. Tyson was the one who drove the vehicle that nearly hit her and other Fayetteville activist movement rally goers who were protesting fatal police shootings, according to the newspaper. Miss Warren told the Washington Post on Monday that she believes Mr. Tyson was intentionally trying to harm protesters based on his track record as a judge. She says he's a well-known racist, referring to a case in which Mr. Tyson rejected the notion of race being a factor in the killing of a black man who was fatally struck by a white man's shotgun at a 2016 party. Um, Dr. David Cowery, um, senior law partner at Fayetteville-based um, Beaver Corey, Strenlicht, Herp and Broadfoot law firm, God, all the names, confirmed to the observer that his um, firm is representing Mr. Tyson in the matter, stressing that the charges are coming from an individual and not law enforcement and emphasising that the charge, um, the charges came a week after the incident. So what if they came a week after the incident? I will put the charge when I want to put the charge in. Right. It says here, Mr. Tyson and Mr. Corey didn't immediately respond to requests for comment about the video the charge or the allegation of racism, the city released a 12-minute video of the incident Friday, which shows the SUV that Mr. Tyson allegedly drove cruising down um, along the downtown area. Almost 10 minutes later, the same vehicle is seen driving in a closed-to-traffic closed to inner lane, painted Black Lives Do Matter. The um, vehicle made a quick stop in the lane before getting back into open traffic lane. So he really just wanted to drive over the Black Lives Do Matter. He you're not meant to drive there, but he drove there anyway, just so he could drive over those words. Right. So you're you're a raging racist, you, I would say. Do you know? Do you know what it makes me think of? It's that it's not actually funny yet. But have you watched that movie Ma? With Octavia yes. Spencer. Yes. Is Octavia Spencer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that scene where the blonde lady is running on the road? She's just she's on her run on the road. Yeah. The way she runs her over. <laughs> I, I feel like that's that's the same. That's you what that with that's, the same that's the energy. Thing. The way Ma, Ma runs her over. Yeah, that's the and energy. And even, even, even how they film it, it's like, that's it, done. See, next the, scene. Literally brutal. Boop. Done. <laughs> done. Horrible. Um, Miss Warren alleges that Mr. Tyson drove around the area once in his state-owned vehicle when no one was in his way. The second time, she said, he sped up and tried to hit the group, but he ended up jumping the curb. Wow. To almost hurt himself trying to hurt somebody <laughs> and else. And that is the thing about racists. They will oh. literally hurt themselves to make sure that they hurt you. Putting yourself at risk. That's insanity. That is a sickness. Um, dis dispatch calls obtained by the Observer revealed that Mr. Tyson called to report that there were people in the street blocking traffic and that they were coming around his car. Video released by the city doesn't show protesters gathering near Mr. Tyson's Because why would they? No, but look at that. He preempted that he was going to go and lick them down. So he called and said that that was happening. So then when he knocks them over, he could be like, oh, it's because they were surrounding my car and I would already called to report Ugh. it. He'd thought about it before. That's premeditated. So That's premeditated. That's disgusting. So. Pre is there such thing as premeditated attempted murder or something? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, it says um, here, it's a bald-faced lie, Miss Warren said, um, of Mr. Tyson's call. He needs to be dealt with for making false accusations to 911. Ms. Warren said she tried to press charges twice before at the magistrate's um, office, only to be instructed by civil officers that she couldn't or was informed that Mr. Tyson was no longer a judge, which is untrue. It wasn't until an investigator reviewed footage of the incident that she was told she had a case, she said. Um... Miss Warren, a Fayetteville Cumberland Human Relations Commission member, said that Mr. Tyson's alleged action 
was the most violent experience she's had in her years of participating in demonstrations. The judge, who had strong Republican and conservative backing for his run, has been serving on the Court of Appeals since 2015 and has strong influence in the Fayetteville area, according to Ms. Warren. That kind of clout has turned away nearly every lawyer she's asked for to help her in her case, she said. The whole situation sucks because I feel as if he's going to get away with it. You were driving a state vehicle. You tried to hit protesters and you lied to 911, she said. There is only so much I can do. And that made me sad for her. Because which lawyer is going to try and go against the judge? Because then any future case that he tries to, or they try to bring through the um, court circuit, they're going to... then, no, 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 because I wouldn't, wouldn't going for this judge remove him as a judge? What the fuck is No, he no, because that, that they've just pointed out, he's got a strong backing from Republican and conservative people who are who have power that put him in, in the judge seat in the first place. Right. So if you go against him, you're not likely to win. And then now if you don't win, it's you're the other fucked. judges you mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. The other judges, the other would... judges are influenced by the, you know, by well, governors. Fine, because by if, this, he, by if that. you do win, he would, he shouldn't be a judge anymore. He wouldn't be able to be a judge anymore after you just tried to. What the hell? But even then, if after you take him out, he's got friends. Yeah. So your case comes in front of them. They're going to treat you the same way because you're the lawyer that took that. Homegirl needs to persist with getting those charges and you know taking him to court and then move to another country honestly it's just not i don't even i don't even want to hear about all of those oh if a if a lawyer does this it's gonna no that guy needs to be in jail like you do you know how sinister that is how sickening that is like you've called and gone there surrounding my car do you not know that cameras exist you as a fucking judge that sees this shit all the time you don't know that cameras exist that will be able to um refute what you've just said in the call they're surrounding my car but nobody was near you and you tried to speed up to the point where you ended up climbing the her because you wanted to lick somebody down for some reason it makes me think about that um, amy from the park you know where oh she yeah was like oh yeah i'm going to tell them that there's a black man like, exactly white people know exactly what to say to justify their own violence against black people and but I think again that's a very very terrible thing. but again it's like we say about the inferred innocence because your your word is just going to be taken as like that's it that that as gospel like that is what happened when actually you're just lying, you're just literally lying. And, and like you say, like they are aware. So this deliberate um, obtuseness that you want to do, like, oh, I didn't know that that's what was going to happen when I did that. That's why the Amy thing was so fucked because you knew exactly what to say exactly. to the She even started raising her... Yes. <laughs> she started yes. sounding distressed because she needed for them to come and kill this guy. Yeah. She knew exactly what would happen. Yeah. And so whenever people say, oh, I don't see race and I don't think that, you know, racism is real, you also understand how police force treat black people because you were like i'm going to tell the police that you are because you know what the police will do yes but you pretend that you don't know no it's a mess it's a mess anyway let's pick up the um second show sponsors for this week who are wild we are wild we are the wild so like i said big up big up big up we are wild um great great deodorant i spoke to you about them last week as well you know just you're out and about now. You're insisting on going to restaurants. Make sure that your armpits at least are smelling fresh and that you're looking after the environment as you're doing so. So um, after searching for so long, um, because, you know, like some 
other natural deodorants just smell like earth and i'm not trying to smell like that um this is a natural deodorant that actually works i it keeps you feeling f- smelling fresh and um, dry after a hard day of exercise um obviously i hope that you're bathing and you're not just using um deodorant to mask the, the smell um it's a fully sustainable design aluminium case designed to last for life so you don't have to worry about that you just have to change the um the refills and the refills are biodegradable and fully home compostable it's super convenient because the refills are designed to fit straight through your letterbox whenever you need them there's a flexible subscription option um so you can um purchase them as one-offs or you can have them like regularly um you've got single it's single use plastic free it's vegan and it's cruelty free as well as aluminium and paraben free um, you can customize your orders so you can get different scents whenever you want or different case you can choose a different case um, color as well it's eco-friendly and it's got all natural ingredients none of the harsh chemicals that you find in antiperspirants and it's made in the uk and of course the main important thing is that it smells amazing um so yeah i just think that you should you know get on board with it it's nice to have a deodorant that actually just feels natural that isn't overwhelming um, and it's cute. I love my little refill case. It's um, very cute things. Um, so with uh, being a listener of Say Your Mind, you get an exclusive 20% off your first wild deodorant purchase on their website. You go to wearewild.com. It's free shipping in the UK with 100% satisfaction guarantee. Use the code MIND at checkout. That's M-I-N-D. So go wild today and get yourself this natural refillable deodorant that genuinely works. You can order by going to wearewild.com and you'll get 20% off your first order when you use the code MIND at checkout. That's wearewild.com and code MIND at checkout for your 20% off. Enjoy. Anyway, let's get to straw of the week, aka suck your mum. So the one and only um, story for straw of the week um, this week, aka suck your mum, um goes out to belgium goes out to belgium I've, I've i'm sure i've cussed belgium out before um but belgium i need you as a country to um suck your mother i don't know where she is um i just need you to do it i need you to not exist because just vile and oftentimes i think that when we're talking about colonialism we focus so much on like i guess like england france all of them things or netherlands maybe portugal sometimes but there are so many other culprits that just get to kind of like slide past. But Belgium should definitely not be one of the ones that get to slide past, especially with King Leopold and all of that fuckery there. Like you should not be the ones that get to slide past, especially from all the money that you lot have made from diamonds, from cocoa, from all of the things. Just vile. Absolutely vile. Anyway, the reason that the straw's going to Belgium is because um, 60 years after Congolese independence leader Patrice Lumumba was assassinated and dissolved in acid. So I need you to understand that. You've already assassinated the guy, yeah? But because of the hatred that's in your demonic, demonic heart, you now threw him in acid as well because how dare you try to liberate your people? How dare you want freedom for your people? How dare you? How dare you? Because, you know, we need access to your things. And, you know, um, all these um phones need to, all these smartphones need to come through and to be able to help themselves to um all of the, you know, all of the minerals and um the, uh all of the metals that you have, they need to be able to access that. So, haha, wow. Anyway, 60 years after Congolese independence leader Patrice Lumumba was assassinated and dissolved in acid, 
former colonial power, I would take out former because they're still current colonial power, former colonial power Belgium is to restore his last remains, a single tooth to his family. Did you hear that? What? A single tooth is what you're now going to give back his family. So wait, they've even been holding on to the tooth. That, that, I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so I just, glad. I'm so glad there. Because I don't know what conversation, is it that you're only giving a tooth or that you are now telling me that for these years yeah. you've been holding on to, to the tooth. tooth? If that doesn't show you how sick Ugh. these people are, you kept the tooth for that long because you were just like... And also, I'm always saying that there are spiritual powers at play that we don't like to talk about. The kind of power that Patrice Lumumba had and the kind of things that he wanted to do for the people of Congo, right? You will hold on to something like that. You will hold on to something like that because you want to feel like you've controlled the power, that single tooth that you found. You're like, yeah, I'm going to hold on to this one. Yeah. And then now finally you're going to give it back. Fucking disgusting. It says here, 60 years um, after Congolese independence leader Patrice Lumumba was assassinated and dissolved in acid, former colonial power Belgium is to restore his last remains, a single tooth to his family. The handover ceremony will launch a period of official mourning during which both countries will look back on their troubled past and the Democratic Republic of Congo will lay to rest a national hero. I'll lay him to rest. Am I, I going to put the tooth in a jar? Is the tooth going to sit in a whole full-size coffin? What am I doing? With and a what, tooth. With a tooth. And then the handover ceremony will launch a period of official mourning during which both countries will look back on their troubled past. What do you mean? I hate that language. I lump it all together. Like, like, like we like we was an equal conflict. No, one, one country did some serious shit. Oh. Or more serious shit. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um... In an interview with AFP in Brussels, Francois and Roland Lumumba, 69 and 63, explained, um, explained how they had travelled to make arrangements and fixed dates for the events of the Belgian capital to commemorate their father. Okay. Yeah. Um, Belgium, which once controlled a vast tract of Central Africa as Belgian Congo, will finally hand back the tooth that is thought to be the last human remains of Patrice Lumumba, who was murdered in 1961. He is now known to have been killed on January 17 by separatists and Belgian mercenaries in the breakaway province of Katanga during the chaos that followed the territory's 1960 declaration of independence. Um... Perceived in Washington and Brussels as a potential friend of the Soviet Union, the young republic's first prime minister was seen as a victim of Cold War rivalries. You're just chatting shit. Call it what it is. Fucking racism. Call it exactly what it is. He was a friend of the Soviet Union. You'll make up anything to make yourself feel better. Like, yeah, we've just got to find a reason to take him out. Instantly. And kill him that way. Right, and killing him that way as well. <sighs> that is hatred beyond hatred. Um, after he was shot... His body was dissolved in acid. I need you to process that as well. Because when we talk about, oh, history, history, um, you know, so many things were lost. So we're just having to figure it out. It was intentional. It was intentional to, to do all of this stuff. All of the documentation that was burnt because of, um, from the slave trade, from when the, um, the colonial powers were losing their hold and they had to get the fuck out. So many things were burned for a reason it wasn't because oh yeah well you know tally ho we finished now it's like let's burn it so there's no proof as to what what happened but the proof is that we are here we're still alive and, and our families remember so what now 
And that's pretty much how we've been able to get a more right. accurate picture of history yes. through, through memory. Yes. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of obvious, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. families passing on the stories. But then when you... It's not so obvious when you think about it, when the constant gaslighting that's taking place, like, you lot will write race reports that really try to skew our reality and be like, oh, no, you thought that's what was happening to you. That's yeah. not happening to you. Oh, stop making things up. That's not what it is. Or put pictures in black and white to uh, make him seem like oh. it, was, it was years ago when it was 2010. Oh. <laughs> 2010. Ooh. Ooh. Terrible. Um... It says here, yeah, after he was shot, his body was dissolved in acid, but Belgium has now recovered a tooth that was apparently kept as a souvenir by a Flemish police commissioner who took part in the disposal of the remains. Fucking sick. This relic will now be returned to the family and laid to rest after a series of national funerals in his homeland. For us, this is his remains. It means a lot to us, said Roland Lumumba, the third of the late Premier's children after Francois and daughter Juliana, who last year wrote to Philippe, king of the Belgians, to ask for the tooth. Imagine I've got to ask you for my fucking father's tooth. I'll come and I'll rock all of your jaws. I'll drag that crown off your head and I'll smack you around the face with it and I'll punch you in your throat. You cunt. Why do I have to ask you? Why don't you have the decency? The common decency. To just give it back. But I've got to come and request it of you. I hope that throne falls on your head. Um, as Africans, we could not bring our grieving to an end without uh, without part of his remains among us. We have come to the end of a legal dispute that has lasted 60 years, 60 years, and we are satisfied. So that means that they've been asking for this tooth for 60 years. Imagine that. Can I have my dad's tooth back? No, no. Because actually, if it wasn't for that Flemish fucker that kept the tooth, that police officer, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that it, we've got anything that remains. Wow. Um, a comfort. It's a comfort. A new page has been turned, Francois said. Ceremonies are expected to take place in um, on June 21st and 22nd in Brussels. I don't know why you're doing any ceremonies, you fucking idiots. But I mean, if, it, if it's been done by the African people, then I understand the Congolese people. Um, the brothers planned a first event to receive the remains from Belgian of, um, officials. Then the next day, an official Congolese ceremony, probably attended by the president, um, Felix um, Chisakedi. Um, the family also hopes to be able to display a coffin draped in the Congolese flag in public in Brussels for the Congolese and broader African communities to pay their respects before the return. I might try and pass through, you know. Brussels isn't far. That's June 21st, 22nd. Um, I might That's try and pass three, three, three hours in the Eurostar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, to pay my respects. Because so many people have died for the liberation of all of us as a collective. And look at, they didn't just die, they were killed. They were killed in the most violent Savage. ways, in the absolute most violent ways. And um, because of what they did, we can do so many things now. And I know that there are so many things still um, happening in the DRC um, and that's because, again, the colonial powers never really left. So when you're talking about former colonial powers, what do you mean? What, what do you mean when they're still antagonising um, antagonizing the people and trying to arm, um, you know, arm um, terrorists, quote unquote, to make sure that they can do their bidding? So there's never any rest because you're spiteful. Anyway, um, it says here... Um, Francois told AFP that the family and Belgian authorities have been um, had been able to harmonise our views on how things should go, but two Belgian official sources said there's still some uncertainty about the dates. Of course there is, because you don't want people to, to at least be able to commemorate it. 
Another Belgian official confirmed, however, that a Congolese delegation is expected in Brussels to receive the tooth and that this should take place before June 30th when a ceremony in honour of Lumumba is planned in Kinshasa. Um, Chisakedi has said that he he's planning a mausoleum in the DRC capital for Lumumba, who served as a prime minister of the then Republic of Congo between independence in June 1960 and September. He was killed after Belgium backed the Katanga revolt in a Cold War manoeuvre and his young sons, then 10 and 3 years old, were exiled for a while in Egypt, which under President Gamal Abdel Nasser was... Um, a non-aligned power. The history of Belgium's involvement in Congo before and after independence has remained controversial, but a 2000-2001 parliamentary inquiry concluded that the, country's, um, the country bore moral responsibility for Lumumba's assassination. More than moral, like literally, literal responsibility is what you bear. Literal responsibility. Because what the fuck? Patrice Lumumba, may you rest in power. Thank you so much for what you try to do for us or what you did do for the people. Um, and these lot will pay in one way or another. And that's why they've got to actually return the tooth because I'm sure that is dealing with their ancestors, you know, yes. sorry, their descendants, is dealing with their lineage. And even after the tooth is returned, they will never see peace. They the will tooth never is know only peace. the beginning of the payback. Oh! It's only the very, very beginning. Sorry. Because yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty of things that you did. And, and plenty of them are still alive right now. Yes. So yes. don't try it. Yes. Let's not try and act like this was thousands of years ago. No, this was only back in 1960. Even the fucker that kept the tooth, the police officer or commissioner that kept the tooth, yeah, I'm sure your family's suffering. That's why you have to admit, whether you died or whatever, you have to admit that you had the tooth because you'll be suffering there. You'll be suffering there. The suffering's not over. I hope they've tied soap for you. Yes, I'm sh I pray that in the middle of the night, I want to say around 1.46 a.m., that straws just start flogging you. That that invisible beings just start flogging you with straws out of nowhere. They start flogging you and your family. That when you just jump out of nowhere, like, yeah, and they start flogging you. That's what you deserve for, for the rest of the time that you're alive. Until you find a way to make it right, you'll be flogged at that time yes. every night for the rest of your life. Yes. But anyway, that's that for this episode of SYM for this week. So that's being SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as What What. That's right, Suck Your Mom. I have been collecting With me, Sadiq. And you can follow me on at Kolechnikov or at Say Your Mind Pod. You can support the podcast on patreon.com forward slash Kolechi And you can send your letters to SYM at Kolechi And you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram. That's Sadiqo JN. Um, yeah, and I guess that that's that. Yes, really. Anyway. Alright, we'll see you later then. Peace. It's the Ben's woman is baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are gonna sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Could let you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind.